Disney Plus and Hulu better together in a brand new bundle. Ready for an adventure? The greatest stories ever told on Disney Plus with The Mandalorian and Disenchanted. That's wicked. Wicked good. Critically acclaimed fan favorites on Hulu like Pam and Tommy and The Bear. Let's take it up another level. Save big when you bundle both for just $9.99 a month. We're so good together. All of these and more now streaming. Savings compared to regular monthly price of each service. 18 and over only. Access content from each service separately. Offer valid for eligible subscribers only. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh, where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Taylor, let's catch up. Let's jump in before we forget the things that we actually know, because we come here each week and we talk about the fact that we are both learning things, but then so many things are happening brand new. And, and before we jump right into it, I just want to say for you, please give everybody a sense of your Thanksgiving because you were very much on the move in a holiday about eating, which frankly, you and I really share a true love and passion for eating on all forms on all days, but of course, Thanksgiving is a true celebration of eating. But let us know, just give a sliver of what yours was like. It is. And first of all, when I say, when I think of Thanksgiving, I always think of you, Sam, because I am very, very thankful for you and this podcast and our little journey that we're on with Let's Catch Up together. So, and to all of our listeners. Thank so you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So thankful for the listeners, of course, for Catherine and the Bills Mafia, who are so dedicated. <laughs> who are, by dedicated the way, so impressive. Yes. I was actually in yes. New Orleans for Thanksgiving, covering the Saints-Bills game. And even after the game, I was doing an interview with Micah Hyde, and I couldn't. he could not even hear me screaming at the top of my lungs. I sounded like a chain smoker. But I had to you know, make him be able to hear the questions. And he even said, he's like, wow, this is unbelievable. He's like, I'm not that surprised because we do see the Bills Mafia show up each and every week, whether we're at home or on the road. He said, but they are really, really loud today. And it was just insane that at the end of the game, we are in, we are in the Caesar Superdome. You know, we're in New Orleans. They have a avid fan base there are no you know measly fan base to be you know looking at and the bills have filled up the entire half of the of the dome on the side that the you know their the bill sideline is even though they were scattered throughout the game they all came to this one side and were going nuts after the game you couldn't even hear anybody talk they were going crazy and it was cool to see josh allen and stefan diggs they all went over there and signed autographs and a bunch of the guys did and you can just see that as much as like, you know, Bill's Mafia is there for them, the players appreciate it so much. They all spent time to go up there and see all the fans afterwards and, you know, take their jerseys off, take their hats off and just throw it into the stands. And um, Stefan Diggs does this cute thing before the game where he throws the ball back and forth with different fans. Um, but no, I was in New Orleans. It was a blast, a great city to be in. They honored Drew Brees at halftime, which was really, really cool. Um, I feel bad for the Saints. They are so injured, obviously the tough situation at running back with Alvin Kamara, then Mark Ingram. And I spoke to Mark Ingram on Thursday morning and he seemed like he was going to be good to go. You know, he was dealing with some swelling around his knee and he texted me that morning and he gave me like the thumbs up. Like, I think I'm going to be good. I think I'm going to play. And then about an hour later, he said, Oh boy, it looks like the coaches are going to be cautious. I don't know yet. And then he sent me a mad face, which I guess that means that he is upset because he was not able to play. But I, I think that was that was a tough blow for them. But you're right to be cautious. But, you know, they've got so many injuries that you can't just look at running back. I, the game before seven of their projected offensive starters from the preseason weren't 
able to play. And so if you've got to define every team by one word, it'd be impossible not to define the, define the Saints by injuries. I think that they'd be in a much different position had they not suffered so many of them. But well, the Bills that game got back right. I want to ask one thing. I want to ask one thing, though, Taylor. I mean, you're there in the city of New Orleans, and like you said, that fan base, which is a, a rabid fan base, a committed fan base, to see all of the Bills there as well. I also want to know – I'm sure you snuck in a meal on Thanksgiving as well, we right? I mean, did. How, did you, how did you maneuver? How did you maneuver around the fact that it was actually Thanksgiving? And I know you, I'm sure you slid with your family to have a true Thanksgiving around Thursday, but I mean, even on Thursday, I'd be fascinated to know, you know, either, either what you were able to, to grab around the dome or, or anything else. Cause it's not a bad city to eat in. That's for not sure. In the city well, we had to be there really early. So I just had breakfast and brunch at the hotel um, the Marriott. And then, but the night before we went out for a big dinner at Luke's or Luke nice. in New Orleans. And it was a great, great spot, local spot, Southern hospitality. I feel like every time you go to New Orleans, you're just embraced by the city and the people there. So it's always a fantastic environment to be around. Well, I love that you had a New Orleans Thanksgiving. And for those that don't know, my mom is from New Orleans. My parents met at LSU. So a very special place in my heart for New Orleans. And I'm so glad that you were there for a special Thanksgiving. Of course, more special for the Bills than for the Saints. But nonetheless, special, a very, a tremendous, tremendous season-defining win, you could even say, for the Bills. Because really, back on track for them. You know, really one of those wins that you could say that there's a stamp on who they are. But... It reminds me, Taylor, I, I look I look at what's happening this season, and each week we try to define one thing that we now know. And I'm going to yeah. quickly say say one that, that I now know, and I want to hear from you. The one thing I feel like I now know, and I can now concede, and you were quicker to this than me, but I'm just going to say I was wrong to say the New England Patriots were not in the conversation of best teams in the AFC. Because if you look at the standings today – the New England Patriots with eight wins, you would have to say are more than even in the conversation, a two seed at the moment. But the Patriots, do I think they're going to win the AFC East? No, I think the Bills ultimately will. But the Patriots have firmly entrenched themselves. Mac Jones has defined himself as yeah. the rookie quarterback of note for this season. And look, that's it. I'm just, I'm just going to concede that. That's the one thing yeah. I now know is that I said, I still may think that the Bills are the better and the team. Chiefs and the Ravens are better teams. We saw the but Browns you know on the field with the Patriots. Have. You know what they don't have is Bill Belichick. And okay. I think that you could have a, you could go, obviously we've seen this happen before where they go up a team that has a better roster, a better cast of players, bigger playmakers on their teams. But when you've got a coach like Bill Belichick that can find ways to win, that's one of the most creative coaches, that's arguably the best coach that's ever coached in the NFL it's it's they're tough to beat they've outscored their opponents by 148 points during their six game win streak which is 24.7 points per game they're it's not even close in these games matthew judon is up there i think third in the league with 11 sacks he's having a heck of a year uh he brings out the best in the players that he does have i think and that's like something that you know when you think about certain coaches and what they have the ability to do i always have thought that about bill as he's one of the most creative play callers, but he finds a way to bring out the best in every player that he does have. Um, so it's yeah, I, so I'm giving it up. So I'm so that's it. That's the one thing I now know is that I was wrong to suggest they're not in the conversation. They're clearly in the conversation, and what that Monday means moving forward for game. them. 
yes, and 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 we will we will now see. You're right. That Monday night game will be defining for New England. But for you, but I want to know for you, what is the, what is the one thing that you would say you now know as we put a stamp on another week here of this incredible NFL season at this point, Taylor? Huh. One thing that I now know is that if I had to de- define the Chargers by any word, it would be inconsistent. Unfortunately, I wish that they were more consistent. I also think that Justin Herbert is. I know that we're about to talk about most dynamic playmakers and the most impactful playmakers. And I would say he is up there for one of the most impactful playmakers. If you look at this Chargers offense two weeks ago, he was RB2. He had over 90 yards rushing. He had threw for three touchdowns. He's a, he's a threat on the ground and in the passing game. And it's not like a measly threat in the passing game. He's up there with Patrick Mahomes and in that category. So when it comes to most di- like most dynamic and most impactful playmakers on every team, it would be Justin Herbert. Unfortunately, I think that they are defined right now by inconsistency. They either start off really strong and they have a great game or they start really slow and they just can't find a way to get a rhythm going on offense. And I think that when you look at that, you've got to attribute that to their offensive line. It either plays really well and holds up for Herbert or it just kind of crumbles around him where he's got no time to throw the ball. He's got no time to really either scramble and run when we know we can do that or find a receiver and a target and get and see one of those guys open and throw the ball it, it comes down to this taylor it comes down to this you defined it so perfectly there and i know we're going to get a little more to herbert in just a second but the chargers are in a word we can pretty much say it like this the chargers are six and five that's what they are. The Chargers are six and five, and it, it is so perfectly fitting that they are six and five because you would probably say that they deserve to be better than five hundred. And there are some clear, epic. Wins I think they deserve to be a lot happened, better right? than that because when okay, they are well, playing well, they look unstoppable. That but prime time really game the other week, it was. Oh. Yeah. They can be. They can be breathtaking. They can be breathtaking. And we've seen this season. We've seen what the Chargers have been able to do. It's been incredible games to see that game, that back and forth wild game with the Browns. To see the game where they beat the Chiefs, obviously such an important game for them. But when you look back and you scratch your head and you say, how could they not show up at all against the Ravens? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And then at home to lose to the Vikings, frankly, doesn't make much sense either. And now this game against Denver... That one was a close game at the very least, though. True, but I just don't even understand how this game against Denver gets so out of hand. So you're right. Chargers 6-5, and that's the definition. You've said it. It gives a little bit of credit here to the Broncos' defense because they have gotten, you know, a lot of key players back from injuries. Uh, Bradley Chubb, they had... I mean, they've won three out of their last four games. They're now 6-5. and uh, they started the season three, you know, then lost the next four games. Now they're right back in it. So give some credit where credit's due there. I'm not taking anything away from them. Um, but yeah, no, I wish that they the could Chargers. just find a way to get in a more consistent groove. Chargers consistency. I think you hit it. That's one thing we now know is that Chargers consistency is simply inconsistent. All right, Taylor, one other thing we have to, this is just, this has been weighing on me for a few weeks and I just want to get this quickly from you. The most dynamic playmaker in this league right now is dot 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 and i will go first because it's interesting that i would say this on a night when this quarterback throws four interceptions but maybe it's obvious but to those who have forgotten the most dynamic and important playmaker in this league 
it's Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You know, you get to watch it. You get to watch a game with the Ravens without Lamar, and then you watch a game with Lamar. And even on a night like I said, with four, look, it takes a lot to throw four interceptions and still win the game. And to still want to throw the ball and to throw the ball up to Mark Andrews in what clearly would be the most impressive offensive play of the game would be the throw to get them into the red zone on the pass to Andrews. And of course, a remarkable catch by Andrews swooping off the ground barely. And then with pressure in his face, with Garrett having to just smile and say, kudos after he hits the zone stumbling backwards and throwing it up it's lamar jackson lamar jackson is the player that will make that and it seems as if nobody else could and and that's all taylor i mean so so i ask you the most dynamic playmaker in this league an important playmaker is who and i'll also just say this it's also a season where we've talked a lot about running backs and of course at times you would have you know derrick henry and there's mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor, and we've seen that. But Austin then we see how, how well they've done. They've had two players with over 100 rushing yards, the Titans. Yes. So we've seen how, not not saying that running backs are replaceable, but we've seen how teams have, you know, kind of just weathered the come out just as strong. But, you know, I couldn't agree with you more. Now, that was kind of, I think I jumped on my take early with Justin Herbert as being one of the most dynamic playmakers and most impactful playmakers. But I couldn't agree more about Lamar and what we saw last night is they're finding ways to win. Look, I'm not going to sit here and say that I think that the Ravens are perfect because they're not. We've seen their defense look awful. We've seen what happens with the Dolphins blitzed Lamar nonstop. There was nothing that this offense could do to try and make, you know, anything happen. They couldn't get going at all. So we've definitely seen them struggle at times. But they're finding ways to win. So as long as they can continue to keep doing that, that's that's all that's going to matter. They've got a really tough road ahead of them though with the Chiefs, Browns, I mean Steelers, Browns and then Packers, Rams. I mean, there's their remaining schedule is extremely tough. So you want to marry my daughter? Yes, I do. So do you hang out in the hood all the time or do you just come up here for our food and women? This January. Your family, my family. I don't know how this is going to work. I like your braids. Thank you. Exhibit had braids. Jonah Hill, Lauren London, David Duchovny, Nia Long, with Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Eddie Murphy. What's up with white cuz? Am I white cuz? Well, I'm not. You People, directed by Kenya Barris. Rated R, now streaming only on Netflix. But again, we're not even talking about who will ultimately be there at the end. Yes, the Ravens right now are the one seed. But even if they were not, it's still okay for us to make the statement that the most important playmaker looks like Lamar. And we got to see it again. To see that team without him, to see them again on a night when he's not at his best, to still will that team, to carry that team, to carry that offense and make those plays. And again, we, we talked about the ills at the running back position for the Ravens this season. And yet here they are, here he is. Remind everybody who the MVP was two seasons ago. And he looks every bit that he just, he, he's just, he's got that in him. And with the flick of a wrist or with, with just, you know, with a quick movement to the side, he just finds himself the ability to make a play. And yes, look, Mahomes is in this conversation without a doubt. But I think we can celebrate it for this week that Lamar looks like that guy. And that's all. Well, Taylor, I I just want to say also incredibly thankful for you, for this, for all of the energy that this brings us and and for just another incredible week in the NFL that that taught us at least a little something. But I'm also, I'm glad that you not only got to have a meal in New Orleans, but also then a beautiful 
Thanksgiving meal, a proper family Thanksgiving meal as well. And you got to see Henry also, right? That, that really, I know that's the highlight true. of the trip, one hundred percent. Well, that is what matters truly. Hopefully, we'll hopefully we'll be doing a Let's Catch Up pod during in December at the holidays during Christmas time uh, together, because I'm sure you will be back on the West Coast. Absolutely, especially because it actually started snowing around here. We saw oh some gosh, it's time for Sam to get out. It's too cold for his yeah, West Coast, West Coast bones. Yeah. The West Coast blood is is thin when it comes to that. Mm-hmm.